During our coaching cafe this week, we continue our conversations around getting ready for annual performance reviews. This week, we turn our attention answering whatever questions you'd like to throw at us. Whatever your question, join us for Coaching Cafe this week and where Natalie and our resident HR specialist, Paula Jones-Hunt, will share their ideas and how a coaching approach can work. Well, a very good afternoon to you, a good morning, wherever you're listening to our webinar today. My name is Natalie Ashdown from Open Door Coaching. It's a pleasure to be with you. And I'm inviting to the line our resident HR specialist today, Paula Jones-Hunt. Thanks for coming on the line and helping us with our webinar today. Uh, very happy to be here. Well, Paula, today uh, we set up this webinar because, as you know, uh, we've been receiving lots of questions around um, annual performance reviews uh, throughout the workshops that we've been doing and also around performance at this time of the year as well. Uh, so I thought we might just spend some time answering people's questions. Uh, and that's really the purpose of our of our session today. We've had three sessions now all around annual performance reviews, but there seems to be questions that continue to come up during our workshops. And I thought, let's just take some time out and answer those questions. And that's why I invited you um, to come on the line so that we can, um, we can actually bring your expertise as, as well. And before I begin, I'd just like to acknowledge traditional owners, the custodians on the lands on which we're all meeting today, and their continuing connection to the lands, the waters, the communities of Australia. And we pay our respects to them and their elders past, present and emerging. And of course, since we're Many of you are dialing in not from Australia but from other countries as well. I extend our acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the lands on which you're meeting us with today. Or perhaps you're listening to this uh, webinar and we extend our acknowledgement as well. So um, our agenda for today, uh, pretty straightforward actually. We're thinking about answering your questions. Uh, so, so this is where we really encourage you to hit that chat box um, and let us know what questions you have around annual performance reviews. We really are here today and I can see the wealth of knowledge and experience that we have on the line today. So don't be surprised, um, some of you, if I call you out and go, all right, I think such and such could answer this question for us. So um, we, we have an amazing alumni and this is a real opportunity to tap into our shared knowledge together. So for those of you that are new to the Coaching Cafe, welcome. We are all about creating a community. We're all about sharing our learned experience and having thought-provoking conversations. And we also offer free ICF CCAUs, Continuing Coach Education Points. So um, you can collect those at the end of the session. Um, and as we, as I've mentioned, uh, we love sharing this learned experience. So please feel free to interact with us in the chat box um, so that we can pick up your questions and your experience and of course welcome back to the regulars you know that we love coming together every Friday um, it's been great having you come along also Paula to um, to help us out uh, with your wisdom knowledge and experience as well so there you go so um, I also want to just quickly show you for some of you have been uh, emailing us uh, during the week um, around open doors performance conversation model 
So um, when we're thinking about what kind of model would we use, what kind of coaching questions would we use, um, this is the model that we use. And Paula, maybe you'd like to step us through um, the model, but also tell us the other questions you might ask us um, in uh, in and around uh, these subjects headings. Yeah, so when you're talking about the crowd, it's, it's really about asking the person to reflect on what they have done that really that really impressed themselves I think um so yeah what what's going well for you what what's been your biggest success in the last 12 months or the last six months um what have you really enjoyed working on what did you what what um what what would you uh, if if we were awarding gold medals what would you give yourself a gold medal for in the last 12 months um, and the thing about these questions, um, and particularly when you're working with managers and clients and the like, it's really about getting people to ask questions that sound genuine and sound like them when they're asking the question. I mean, I might ask the question, what sort of gold medal did you win? And you might think, mate, I would never say that question. That's okay. It sounds like Paula, find a question that sounds like you. Yeah, I like that. We also, um, I was working with Air Force last week and we were, I was working with a group of super high achievers and we reflected also that quite often when it comes to our annual performance discussions and performance reviews, we don't often actually blow our own trumpet, you know. It's like, well, yes, I'm achieving things, but that's the job, isn't it? It's my job to achieve these things. So we were talking quite a lot last week about uh, and one of the, you know, the questions that came out is, well, what do you do with people who don't blow their trumpets, um, who who aren't that keen to put themselves forward? Um, Paula, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's about acknowledging that and saying it out loud. I think it's absolutely okay to say, I've noticed that you don't blow your own horn or I've noticed that you feel uncomfortable when I ask, you know, when asked what your achievements are or I've noticed that you have a high standard for yourself and so when it comes to what have you achieved, you miss the things that other people wouldn't. Um, so based on that, um, you know, how if you think about it from that perspective, what are some of the things that you probably do that you don't necessarily think are high achieving that others don't do. And let's have a chat about that. Yeah, I think it's really great. And I also was talking about uh, to Air Force again last week. I was talking to them about just slowing down for a moment, slowing down, just acknowledging the achievements, uh, acknowledging what they've achieved for the first quarter or the in the last six months. I think with high achievers, and there's a lot on the line that I'm looking at, <laughs> um, I think with high achievers, we are so keen to move on or we move on to the next task or the next big project or the next big thing um, that we we need to really stop and celebrate. And now it says that question there, what would you like to celebrate? People just kind of move on. Whereas I would like to actually say, let's just pause for a minute, celebrate our achievements, talk about what we're proud of then we can move on. Now, it doesn't have to be alcohol or lunch or whatever, but just that pause, I think, is important. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And I sometimes it's even about um, it's not the term celebrates um, is foreign, like it doesn't feel right mm. for some people. So I've also used the term, so how are you going to stop and take a moment for yourself? Mm. How are you going to stop and and um 
and give yourself some self-love for a moment. This Celebrate might not be the word that works, but it is that stop, reflect, give yourself a moment. How are you going, how are you going to find a great little space for yourself to reflect on the things that you've done? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, feel free to jump into the chat now and tell us what you think about these um, ideas. Tell us what you like what coaching questions you like I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure the co- the the chat will light up here because um, there's a lot of experienced coaches on the line so feel free to tell us what coaching questions you like around this as well so we're, we're covering your questions that you have too so please feel to pop a question into the chat box if you have a question about annual performance reviews anything uh we're unlimited at the moment about you know, about spending this time together with you to answer your questions. Well, we're not unlimited in time, but any question you can ask. <laughs> and I'm more so, than happy to answer you really tricky, tricky if you've got yeah. if you've got a difficult person you're gonna to have to work with, if you've got a manager who's a bit difficult um, yeah. in these spaces, I will absolutely be happy to answer any questions. Yeah, and that's why I love having you on the line, um, Paula, because you you've done hundreds and hundreds of performance reviews and annual performance reviews you've coached many many managers to actually have quality conversations around the annual performance review and you were telling me that there's not much that you haven't seen so so I we feel quite supported here from an alumni point of view thank you the next, uh, the next thing we're thinking about is challenges. So when we're stepping through the, a, a potential conversation, we can then turn our attention to challenges, so where they've experienced challenges, what's been the impact of the challenges. But, but what I actually like is that third question there, Paula, about how did you overcome the challenges? How did you draw on your strengths? What resilience did you bring? Uh, or what did you bring to the situation that allowed you to overcome those challenges. Uh, what are you thinking about there in terms of extra questions or other areas of focus? Yeah, and this one, um, some of these questions can be challenging for some people, so particularly yeah. some high performers or people who've been in their roles for a very long time who don't think that there are challenges that they're overcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes you say, ask a, a, a senior manager, what were you the challenge? Oh, well, I don't have any challenges. I've got a high-performing team. The, and and so then it's about looking the question about how did you overcome the challenges or you know how did you problem solve some mm. of the areas that weren't working quite well can change it from the mindset of oh I don't have challenges but problem solving is is one of those things that um, people w- are more likely to answer that question on. Yeah, I agree. And thank you, Jono. Um, I was glad you jumped in, actually. Um, he says, sometimes I ask, how did you engage others to help overcome these challenges? Lovely. So so how did you engage others to help overcome these challenges? And uh, he says it taps into their teamwork and their approach. And I like that, um, Jono. Thank you, because it's not just about overcoming the challenges as an individual, but it's what resources did I call upon? How did I engage the team? How did I actually link in others to actually assist me with the challenges? And and particularly if we're um, leaders, um, how did we engage the team? So thank you. And as we've talked about, this could be coaching our managers to coach people. We might be engaging in these conversations. We might be preparing for our own annual performance review as well. So these are good questions that can be applied to a lot of different situations. 
Yeah, and it could be about it could be about relationships. So, mm. what relationships did you really have to work hard on this over this twelve month period, and and what sort of things did you do to really build those great relationships? Thank you. I just I just want to take a pen and write them all down. <laughs> all these questions down. The other uh, questions that have come up for us that we're receiving, I'm just looking at my list here, is this is where we might flush out a bit of the trickier stuff. So, uh, you know, what? Are, where have you been experiencing challenges? Well, I'm not getting a pay rise. You know, that's been pretty challenging for me. Or, you know what, I'm, I'm heading towards retirement, so there's no... There's no challenges for me, really, just as long as I get paid at the end. Um, and the other one we've got is, uh, so, so I'm not particularly interested in moving up in my career. So I don't even know why we're having this conversation in the first place. So, Paul, those kind of more trickier questions, how do you, if they come up during this part of the conversation, how do you manage those? Yeah, I guess part of it is setting up your conversation really well. If you've got someone who you know is likely to bring that sort of a, particularly the one about I don't want to go anywhere, you know, no pay increase, what's the point of the conversation, is really setting up the conversation at the beginning to say, we're having this conversation and what I want to do is, is make sure that it's really meaningful for you. So what would you like to get out of this conversation? And if it's like, well, I have to be here too bad you said you're right we we are going to have the conversation but that doesn't mean that we can't have a really great conversation so let's talk about some things that are really important to you when you are at work so you have to come to work for the however many hours but let's think about how we make the time that you are at work as enjoyable as it can be and as meaningful as it can be. So what are the sorts of things that where, where are you having some challenges from this perspective so that we can we can start working towards some solutions to those challenges? Yes, and I remember from your last uh, uh, webinar that you did with Bridget and we were talking about <clears throat> what's within your control. So these quality questions that you're asking uh, are completely within our control. Whether the person responds or not is not in our control, but we can definitely ask these quality questions to try to draw a bit more out of them. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And everyone, feel free to jump into the chat, ask us other questions that you might have about annual performance reviews or questions that you like to ask during annual performance reviews as well. As we go on to talk about improvements, so... You know, I'm very energised by these questions, you know. One of my favourite questions is actually what would you like to change or do differently? So what can we do differently in the next 12 months? What can we focus on for continuous improvement? And and not just doing anything, like we've got a whole checklist of everything we could possibly do, but thinking then and analysing what would be the benefit of these changes. So if we're going to change something, not uh, just a shotgun approach or a willy-nilly kind of approach, uh, how would we actually, what are the benefits of each of these changes that we might be looking at? Paula, what are you thinking about in terms of improvement? Yeah, and I'm also thinking about the fact that we need to acknowledge that there are some people out there who've never had a great performance conversation. Yes, yes. And so yes. even even that improvement space with people who are being more difficult as well is I acknowledge that you may not have had really great conversations before. What needs to happen in this conversation to make this, to to improve the experience that you've had from a performance Mm. review perspective? Um, And so, and then there's a bit on both sides. But then when you're looking at 
over the next 12 months, what are some of the things that we could be doing differently that would improve your experiences that you've been having? What are some of the things that um, you could be doing to better interact with the team or to create better team um, coherence? What are some of those, the changes or the things that we could do differently that would um, re-engage you in these areas? What are some of the things that we could be doing that, that you could be doing differently to build different relationships with people? Um, that all sits in that improvement space. Yes, I agree. And I love them all. And I think what's important here is what you've mentioned also is we're brainstorming the questions here. So there's, you know, just just in that short um, short conversation there, Paula, you've listed six or seven questions. We're just going to pick the question that feels right and use the wording that feels right for us, maybe one or two of them. What we're trying to do uh, today in particular is give you a range that you can actually um, ask as well. And you've given us a brilliant range there. Thank you. I think what you're saying also then relates to the other question that we've been asked. How do you approach someone uh, who is disengaged from the process? And I think this is what you're saying. If a person is actually disengaged from the process, then these questions you're asking um, give us a better chance of actually re-engaging them, particularly if they've had a bad experience. Yeah, absolutely. And um there's no doubt that people have had very bad experiences um, and it, it, we can't shy away from it. But what if you're a manager and you've, you've, you've just taken on a new staff member who's had bad experiences, the best thing we can do is acknowledge and then talk about, so what can we do differently? So, so what, what things would you like to be doing differently that will change this experience for you? Yeah, I, I love that because we are genuinely trying to make these a better experience rather than a tick boxing, a tick box exercise, as you say. And, you know, as we're chatting along here and, and exploring these ideas, feel free, everybody, to pop a message into the chat box for us. Tell us your question or tell us the questions you like to ask as well. Just before we move on there, Paula, I just noticed another um, question here around Yes, it comes up often over raters. Um, definitely last week at Air Force, it is the how do you have these conversations when people are overrating themselves? They've got a higher opinion and they just need a reality check. So I can I can I can hear the Air Force, you know, they talk about a bit of knife handing, just give it to them straight, you know, fast and fearless and and they need a serious reality check. So any questions we're going to throw around that one, do you think? Yeah, I think when you've got people who are overrating, sometimes it's about going back to the wording of the rating. So if the rating says consistently demonstrates something and that's the rating that they've chosen, you simply ask a question around, can you give me some examples of when you have been consistently doing this? Because then what you're asking them is to demonstrate what, what that, and if they if you can't find that space, then you can go, okay, well, let's have a think about that. So in regards to these ratings, if it's not consistently being demonstrated, we're probably looking at this sort of a rating as opposed to that. But it means that they've had to give you that information in the first place. So it's not just you saying, well, I don't think you are consistently doing what you're supposed to be doing. You've asked them for the examples. Um, and even if they give you some examples, it's also about talking about it going, okay, well, the expectation is 
this. So yes, you are doing these parts. It and then you you can st- really start delving into how does that all fit together, um, as opposed to just saying I think you're you're overrating yourself, um, which sometimes that you you do need to say those words out loud that. From my perspective, I don't believe that you are in that space. But I think if you take the coaching approach first, which which says, can you give me some examples about how that, tell me what your meaning, what what you determine to be consistent, like what does that look like for you? You're going to start, you're going to have a better um, crack because you've asked them to explain, to elaborate, to talk more about, to give examples of. Yes, I agree with you there. And and I think it's we are trying to encourage these conversations. So I'm thinking that we might even ask that, well we not might, you would ask that of of, of people also to bring to bring their examples um, to the conversation. And I like what you said there. I hadn't actually thought about let's go back to the actual rating descriptions and let's go back to the actual people will go back to the job description but the rating descriptions are in terms of looking at those and then applying to the the job description and the achievements I think I hadn't really thought about going back and having a a look Mm. at what they actually mean so that's really great as well I think as we talked about in our certificate for and workplace and business coaching program as well you know most of you on the line have done that program think about module eight our feedback our feedback conversations comes into this area as well. And we will be thinking about how do we use that feedback conversation model um, as part of this process as well, if we need to. Um, I say if we need to, because what we have been talking about is that this is not a once-off process. So, you know, we will have been having these continuous conversations throughout the year uh, and the annual review is more of a summary uh, than than the first time they've ever heard something. So just uh, just uh, putting that piece out there as well. So looking at our final piece here, Paula, then, and we will be spending a couple of cafes coming up around the development plans, the career plans. We're going to welcome back uh, Veronica Millen, our career agility specialist, in a couple of weeks uh, to talk to us about setting up career plans and how the annual performance review leads into the career plan. So we've got some good things coming up. Uh, We're thinking about here, though, that the annual performance review process, it does need to be a process that encourages planning for the next 12 months. And I know there's a lot of you on the line that go, you're not telling us anything new and, and you are experienced and you know this stuff. But, but Paula, you have told me in your experience some of this stuff that's obvious to all the experts on the line is not obvious to everyone out there. Uh, yes. I mean, there, is, <laughs> there are people doing amazing work out there. There's no doubt about that. But you'll have new managers people who, um, or, or people who've been doing it a long time who, who are not necessarily have moved with the new thinking around the, the, the doing things on a um, more regular basis. So um, I, I, there are some amazing people doing great stuff and I take my hat off to them. This is really just about the check-in as well. Go back, am I doing these things? Are we putting the plan together? Are, are, there, are we talking about how we leverage strengths? Are we talking about... Um, what we can be do, doing differently, even if you've got a great relationship, I think it's worth asking the question about 
you know, of the support that I've been giving you over the last 12 months, what would you like me to keep doing? What would you like me to stop doing? What would you like me to do differently? They're all really great questions to have at this point in time because it reconnects and builds on that relationship that you've, that you've got with the person. Yes, I definitely agree with you. And there's a question that came up. Um, I'm not sure this is the exact language the person used, but, you know, how do I empower my leaders to be proactive and make annual reviews meaningful and successful? I'm like, well, oh, you could listen to the last podcast we've, we've actually <laughs> produced. But, but um, I think for me, uh how do I empower my leaders to be proactive and make annual reviews more meaningful and successful? I think it's these questions here as well, the plan. So what steps can you take to move forward? So we've, we've, we've reviewed the previous year and summarised that. And now we're really thinking about how can you move forward? How can you leverage your strengths? What would that look like? And how, how can I support you? What do you need from me? What resources do you need? They're all really lovely questions. And I think that's these are some of the questions that make the experience quite a lot more meaningful. Yeah, and I, I think it's perfectly reasonable to have a conversation with your leaders and say, you know, we, we want to have a really successful um, performance annual performance review process. What sort of things do we need to do? How do we start that planning now? Um, and as a leader, if you've got people reporting to you, the number one thing you can do is have really great performance review conversations with your managers uh, because it really sets the scenes for them. It gives an idea of what great really looks like and shows your dedication to them um, and, and, and empower them to have their really great conversations with their team members. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that's a really great summary, actually. I'm thinking about the time and, and how much time we've got left. If you've got um, any other questions to ask us or any other questions you'd like to throw into the chat, um, please feel free to do that. But I think on that note, um, Paula, it's a it's a really great summary and a, a nice place that we can actually land. Uh, I know a lot of us have started the process uh, of annual performance reviews or maybe you're, you're getting going soon. It's that time of year. Or as we mentioned, perhaps you are a person who wants to prepare for your annual performance review and you can use these questions to actually help that preparation. Of course, all the great coaches on the line, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be coaching our managers to, to have these quality conversations. So we wish you well with them and uh, please do stay in touch. Uh, these questions um, and more are featured in our Leader as Coach program. Uh, they come directly out of our Certificate 4 in Workplace and Business Coaching where we also talk about underperformance as well. So feel free to ask us questions about that uh, when you're ready as well. So we do have a new leaders coach format. Uh, the Cert 4 and the Diploma is uh, are, are coming up. Uh, the leaders coach program this month is, is completely full. So feel free to let us know if you're if you're keen. You can scan uh, the code there. Um, and as always, as we finish up, we say enjoy your coaching and we look forward to catching up with you at our next coaching cafe. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Coaching Cafe podcast. You can watch the full video of this podcast on our website. I'll put a link in the show notes. We'll see you at the next Coaching Cafe.